0: May 26th. The only thing I can tell you about the 24 Hours of Le Mans is what I learned from that movie with Matt Damon and Christian Bale, Ford v. Ferrari, Dawn of Justice. At least that was the case before I did the research for this episode. Many minutes of research. Let's start with the basics. The year was 1923, and on this day, May 26th, The very first 24 hours of Le Mans was held. Known as the oldest active endurance sports car race, the teams try to go the distance. They try to go for speed, as they are all alone, all alone in their car on the circuit. Originally put on by the automobile club de l'Ouest, the race came about from France's love of cars. Set on the public roads in Le Mans, France, The event takes place on the Circuit du Lussart and, traditionally, is held in May. The race has only been cancelled a handful of times, first in 1936, then again from 1940 to 1948 due to the outbreak of World War II. In 2020, the race was delayed until September due to the COVID outbreak. But the Le Mans today is a very different race than it was in yesteryear. Gone are the days of racing reliable and sturdy sports cars. We now see prototype cars never intending to see the market. Le Mans has morphed from a durability test into a sporting event. Sure, innovation is still being made with their designs, but the cars look and sound and feel completely different from what they began as. The trouble I found with learning about Le Mans or any racing event or sporting event is that people often do not talk about the beginnings or even the event as much as they talk about the accidents. Accidents such as the one that took place in 1955 where Mercedes-Benz and Jaguar were in a race with Ferrari and an unfortunate accident caused the death of more than 80 people including Mercedes driver Pierre LeVay. That same race Mercedes became the only team to retire from the event as a sign of respect for the people lost, leaving Jaguar to win the race and face backlash for celebrating after such an horrendous event. Many safety precautions were implemented because of this, and France and Switzerland banned racing events, although the French would eventually overturn this. There's an incredible short film that explores this tragedy, and I will link it down below. In my research on the internet, sites didn't talk much about how, in 1923, Le Mans was raced on public roads. It was only in later years that a private track was incorporated. And what's perhaps one of the more interesting facts about it all is that the track has remained largely unchanged since its inception, despite some modifications, such as the additions of Chicanes. They do mention the Le Mans start, but only as it relates to tragedy and change. Drivers were lined up on one side of the track, standing with their cars on the other. They would then race across the track on foot and jump in their cars before racing off, trying not to hit a person or another car. Sometimes they were successful, sometimes they weren't. There's a story about Porsche that drivers will tell you saying that the ignition switch is placed on the left because in the Le Mans start you could shift gears while starting the car and that would in turn save valuable tenths of a second in the race. A more likely scenario for this position however was that in the post-war world electrical wire was scarce and putting in the ignition on the left was a way to save a little bit of wire and as a result a little bit of money. This style of starting was only changed with the introduction of the harness. Many drivers chose not to wear the harness as it slowed them down, and as a result, they were improperly secured to the car, and many fatal accidents happened as a result. In 1969, Jackie Ickes decided to protest this. Ickes saw the running start as dangerous and outdated and decided to protest by casually walking across the track to his car and then strapping in his harness before starting the race. In the first lap of the race, John Wolfe would be killed while not wearing a harness. Ickes would go on to win the race. As a result, the start was officially changed in 1970 to have the drivers start in their cars from a stopped position before changing again in 1971 to a rolling start that is still used today. To briefly talk about the race circuit, it's only 8.5 miles in length. Drivers can cover well over 3,000 miles with the record an astonishing 3,362.0612 miles or 5,410.713 kilometers set in 2010 by Timo Bernhard, Romain Dumas, and Mike Rockenfeller with their Audi R15 number 9. And speaking of driving, drivers of Le Mans are only allowed four hours behind the wheel at a time, and even then, no more than 14 hours total. But this wasn't always the case. In 1952, Pierre Levay attempted to drive the entire 24 hours on his own, but his attempt was met with an unfortunate end when the car's crank had broken, costing the Frenchman his solo victory in the 23rd hour of the race. Some blamed driver error, some blamed mechanical failure. Here's a fun fact for you. Michelin's tires won the first race in 1923, and then followed that with 26 consecutive wins. I didn't have anywhere else to put that in. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Jim Cripes Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.